0: You're listening to Comedy Central.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Everyday Decisions. This is a podcast where I talk to a guest about the last 24 hours of their day to figure out how they get through it. And my guest today is the one and only Gene Kelly. Um, Well, I guess there's another Gene Kelly, but this guy's the one and only Gene Kelly for me, okay? And uh, he's so insightful and funny and great and you might have seen him on Joe Per talks with you he plays Gene on uh, that show he's also works the cameras for uh late night with Seth Meyers and he's been featured on that show as well and um yeah he's just an incredibly talented and um multifaceted person that's lived a lot of uh different lives and it's fascinating to talk to him so I hope you enjoy the episode. And, uh, I hope you are doing the best that you can. Okay. So we're going to just talk to you about, uh, your last 24 hours. Does that sound okay?
0: It certainly does. Okay.
1: <laughs> okay so, so, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's about four o'clock on a Sunday, right? Yeah. Okay. And so, uh, four o'clock on a Saturday, where what were you doing? Where were you?
0: I was actually running some errands. I was uh, I rented a car, mm-hmm. and I had to go out to New Jersey uh, to talk to uh, my uh, tax guy. And uh, from mm-hmm. there, and and from there, uh, being depressed, uh, <laughs> I went to the supermarket. <laughs> and uh, and shopped for some food and that to bring it to the house.
1: Did you go well, I, shopping in New Jersey or did you go shopping back in
0: New I York did in New Jersey because uh, my, my tax guy was in Jersey, so I said, Well, you know what, let me just try Jersey, maybe the taxes or things prices are cheaper. So I did, I went in, I did it in Jersey, and uh, I was pleasantly surprised, I, things were cheaper, really. Yeah. Wow. It might be well, worth
1: well, well.
0: it might be worth taking a trip to Jersey on a on a regular basis.
1: <laughs> and what kind of car were you driving around? Was it like a convertible or a Jeep or what were you driving?
0: Oh, I really wish it was a convertible, but uh how do you know I like convertibles?
1: You seem like a convertible kind of guy.
0: <laughs> That's funny. It's like a neon sign on my forehead, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I love convertibles. I once took yeah, a... Yeah, yeah. I once uh, went to Key West, and I flew to Miami and rented a convertible and drove to Key West. What a drive. Mm.
1: That's It's like a six-hour drive or something, right?
0: It's long, but it's so beautiful. I mean, because the highway, I mean, you, there's water on both sides, the, the the, the color of the water, oh, uh, so peaceful. Had a little music going. It was nice.
1: I think Judy Bloom lives in Key
0: West. Really? Yeah. Uh, doesn't
1: that sound nice? Just she's just writing her teen novels out in Key West. It sounds pretty great.
0: I would guess. Well, you know, some of the world's famous writers uh, wrote from there. You know, Hemingway.
1: Okay. Oh, Hemingway, right? Hemingway, I think, was down there too, wasn't he? Yeah.
0: He made Key West famous. Right. Well, I, okay,
1: so you're driving around in what, exactly? Oh, I was driving what around did you in rent?
0: Ford something or another. It, it was, if I lay down on the ground, I think I might be taller than this car. It was tiny. <laughs> it was it was tiny. But, you know, in New York, to rent a car, it can be very expensive. So I, I got a great deal, yep. but I got the smallest car that they, they probably make. <laughs> and, uh, but it served its purpose you know um, it was, wasn't was bad uh, normally I, I would prefer another kind of car but you know I decided to take what they had and, mm-hmm. and so I uh, I finished shopping and I came back and oh, on the way home I stopped at the liquor store and got a couple of bottles of wine
1: mm, red or white at this point
0: white at this point you know oh. and I came home and kicked my feet up after having to wipe the groceries down and put them away uh, and had a glass of wine. And oh, that, you didn't
1: even chill it. You had it You had it room temp.
0: No, I, got it, I bought it chilled. Oh, and smart. The, the trip wasn't that long, so it was still a bit chilled. And uh, after that day with my tax guy in the, in the supermarket, I was like, oh, I need a glass of wine. And so I I didn't waste any time. <laughs> I was supposed to take the car back, but I called him and told him I'll, I'll bring it back tomorrow.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So at and that point, was
1: parking? Well, parking was okay? Or how'd you find parking?
0: Well, in my, at my sister's house, she has a, a, a backyard where uh, it's it's like a carport. <gasps> and, the, and the car, this car that I had was so small. I could park it behind her car in this driveway. That's our <laughs> smoke. So uh, I parked there, and I came right in, and and I w- I couldn't wait. I could taste the wine as I was parking the car. <laughs> it was. Are you still there?
1: Yes, I'm still
0: here. <laughs> you got so quiet. Um, I'm
1: I'm just giggling
0: okay so yeah and i came in and and i was good to go i was good to go mm-hmm. and i called and said you know what i'll bring you the. I'll, I'll i'll return the car tomorrow uh-huh. because i'm not in the mood right now i'm, I'm oh. in a different kind of mood <laughs> but so you know then,
1: yeah what go ahead no you
0: go ahead the the, the COVID thing i mean i would I'm an I'm an active, generally an active person, and I I kind of like to do things, you know. And, and being here in New York, because I can't get back to Florida, where I live, kind of, uh, I would you know take advantage of being in New York, go see some theater, go hear some music, but I I'm, I'm stuck in the house because I have to be safe.
1: Yeah, yeah. So and are, are you are you going to like? Are you going for walks or are you like being super safe? Like,
0: I'm kind of being super safe. You know, I just went back to work. So uh, that adds another layer of possibilities. You know, I'm uh, having exchanges with people in transit and then in the studio. So um, when I'm not in the studio, I'm trying to be super safe at home uh and not and not really taking advantage of being in in new york though new york is still kind of shut down
1: yeah yeah it is still pretty much shut down
0: you know and and i don't i don't want to go and and, and like i would the other things i would do one of the other things i would do is is go and have a nice meal a restaurant but i i just don't trust sitting in a restaurant
1: yeah i hear you there for sure I don't. I don't. I have not sat down in a restaurant either. But there's a lot of people in my neighborhood that are sitting down to eat inside.
0: Oh no, that is so dangerous.
1: It seems dangerous. So, it seems like it.
0: Because everybody is, you know, to eat and drink, you got to take the mask off, and everybody's talking and laughing, and they get two or three glasses of wine, and conversations get a little louder, which means that there's more <laughs> airborne uh, virus. Yeah. Matter.
1: It's hard to think about. I find myself not really understanding it. And then like I'm sure if I was if I was in that restaurant I wouldn't even think twice about it, but it does seem it seems so invisible, you know.
0: It is pretty much.
1: Yeah. You yeah, know? I think so. I never it, it, you know, I don't know normally talk and think about all the globules coming out of me.
0: Right. Yeah. But, you know, you it, it happens, you know, um, and you know life has to go on. You know we'll 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 survive, and I'll find things to do. I, I'm making a lot of plans about because in a way I kind of feel like I'm in jail, you know, and I, I'm looking forward to getting out of jail. <laughs> and you can't even travel, you know, you as an American people, you, you know, places I want to yeah. go. Yeah, go. So I'm, I'm what, making plans. What is like,
1: yeah, like what's one of your plans?
0: Oh, I want to get back to Morocco. Oh, yeah. You know, and I I, I bought all these cameras to, to uh, that's gonna, that was my plan for my second or third career was to travel around and, and, uh, and, and put together a, a travel book of photographs. And I bought all these cameras and they're all sitting in my closet in Florida. <laughs> And I can't even get to him. I can't even play with him here in the house. <laughs> so, uh, see, I left. I left Florida uh, as you know, I, I would go on the weekends, and I left Florida in February, thinking I would be back in in a week. And this thing broke, and so I didn't. Have, I mean, I have a stack of movies from being a member of the DGA. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I get these these. Uh, Trailers, not trailers, but uh, screeners. Um, and I have a stack of them that I haven't seen. And I, this would be the perfect opportunity to just watch movies.
1: Mm-hmm. They're
0: all in Florida. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and the funny thing about it is I brought them back from Florida because I, uh, I guess back in around Christmas time. And I was going to watch them here in New York because I usually spend Christmas here with my family. And uh, I took them back, thinking, you know, <laughs> I don't need them here. And I took them back. And, and now I, I, I missed them.
1: Yeah, I bet. so. Well, I mean, if you're looking to know how any movies end, just you can just ask at any point. And if I've seen it, I'll let you know.
0: Where are you seeing these movies?
1: I mean, I've seen a couple movies. I don't know if these are the movies you're talking about, but I've seen a couple movies. Really? Yeah.
0: I don't even know what the new films are today, you know, uh, because I I would I would go to the movies sometimes two or three two or three times a day.
1: What, <laughs>
0: really? Yeah. I, I you know I'd get up in the morning if I was off. I would get uh-huh. up in the morning, and go through the paper and check the times, uh-huh. and would I would lay out the day where I could go see a film. And then come out of there and go to another theater and catch the other film and and I would do it two or three times a day
1: What's your favorite movie
0: um, my favorite movie you know I probably have to go back to Annie Hall huh I love that movie what's your favorite movie
1: mm, you know, I think I've probably seen um moonstruck the most that might be one of my favorite movies
0: that's a good one
1: yeah it's a good New York one as well mm-hmm yeah well I'm glad I'm glad it gets the gene seal of approval I was nervous about that
0: <laughs> but so, now yeah do you prefer comedy uh
1: I do I yeah I think I do I get a little I, I'll tell you this I get a little nervous if there's any drama or um Suspense, and I have to look up how it ends. I'm not willing to go. It makes me too nervous, and I have to know in advance how the movie ends.
0: I'm listening to you talk about how you get nervous looking at you know those kind of films, drama, and and I, you know, the picture I, I have in my head right now, listening to this from you, uh-huh. is you standing at that back gate with that gun. <laughs> okay. That's i be like. I mean, you look like Antioch. you know, uh, and, and, and to hear this, I was like, wow, <laughs> this image popped in my head of you standing at that gate with that gun and how well, comfortable you were. Let's, let's <laughs> clarify
1: that this was an acting role and I don't actually own a gun. So.
0: <laughs> All right. I just I, I should clarify that it was a role that you were playing. And play very well, I might add.
1: Well, thanks. Right uh, back at you, Gene.
0: So uh, yeah, but that—that that was the image. That was you painted that picture in my head as you, as you were explaining <laughs> the kind of movies you like.
1: So let's go back to your day. So you're, you, you put your feet up, you had a cold glass of wine, and, yes. and then what, what do you do? Do you just stare straight ahead of you, or do you call somebody? What do you do with the glass of wine?
0: I, I actually got in, involved in a phone conversation with a friend of mine, who we, like, we've both been in the business for forever. And we started reminiscing about we used to work on soap operas together mm-hmm. for years, and we started reminiscing about the times we had doing soap operas, which was uh, quite memorable. Because that, you know, soap operas, you're 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 a little young to to know or to have experienced this, the the world of soap operas. Soap operas used to dominate television daytime television there was nothing but soap operas on and they, the the soap operas supported the networks sixty percent of the network's total income came from soap operas whoa yeah it was I mean, it was big time business and uh, I was I did it for a long time and it kind of was the foundation of my TV experience.
1: Well, I with soap operas, about- you kind of—I mean—the only thing I really know about soap operas is like it was just one take. So was that kind of hard for? Like, did you have to learn really quickly not to mess up, or how does that yeah. work for a camera person?
0: It was—it was—it was very a lot of pressure because. But you—you you got a chance to rehearse though. We—we we would rehearse, we would rehearse three times before we actually, We would actually go through it. Actually, four times before we actually shot. Three times before we shot it, and the fourth time we would shoot it. And uh, there, there was no room for for error. Uh, So, but you learn. I mean, you learn fast. And I and I realized what it what a great experience it was for actors because they got a a new script every day, and they had to edit the material that they memorized because uh, they would make changes all through the day. And, uh, but it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. That's what got me involved or, or interested in drama.
1: Hmm. Yeah. And so so you were talking to a, a friend who was oh. also a camera person?
0: Right. And uh, we were just reminiscing. I don't know if you know, it, but I, I, at some point toward the latter part of my uh, soap opera days, I started directing.
1: Oh, wow. I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, I I directed soap operas for two years. Uh, This woman, um, Linda Gottlieb, uh, of uh, Dirty Dancing fame, she was a producer on Dirty Dancing. Mm -hmm. She came to daytime at ABC. Mm -hmm. And and it was a big deal because she was going to revolutionize, which she kind of did, soap operas. You know, she, she had the idea of shooting soap operas like they, sh- they shot movies, you know, out of sequence. Uh, and so she gave me an opportunity. She she kind of liked like my work and, you know, I had a pretty good reputation. And she said, what about you directing? And I said, okay. So they trained me. They would let me direct a scene here and a scene there. And then I worked my way up to doing full shows. And then she got fired because she killed the network's budget because she was she was shooting it like film and it was like you know film you have months to shoot and uh, at daytime you had you had a certain number of hours a day you had to produce a show and uh, you know she she kind of like dealt with it as if she had all day. Hmm. And so anyway, to make a long story short short, she, she got fired and a new producer came in and there went my directing career.
1: Oh. Do you miss it? Did you did you ever want to direct again?
0: No, because I found out that directing in television, uh, so far at least, it was more of a it was more of a, a producer's medium. You know producers didn't really want you to give actors notes they wanted you to to come up with all the shots and, and organize the whole shoot, but they preferred to give the actors notes and 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 I felt like directing is that's a big part of directing is giving actors notes yeah and uh they they shied away from from warning directors to do that and so it wasn't it wasn't as much fun as I thought it would be so i didn't I didn't really miss it. You know, and it was a lot of pressure. A lot a lot of pressure. Yeah. But I learned a lot. You know, I learned a lot about acting. I learned a lot about uh, how these things come together. Uh, and I learned how to listen to three or four things at one time. Because as a camera, I used to listen to the producers give notes to the directors. Uh-huh. And I would listen to dialogue. And I, was, listen, I learned how to listen to about three or four things at one time. And not miss anything.
1: Well, could you? I mean, how could you give me a t- a tip on how to? How do you listen to three or four things at one time?
0: I just learned how to isolate voices. <laughs> you know, because you, you you hear it. You spend so many hours. I mean, we would work fifteen, sixteen, seventeen hours a day, mm-hmm. and you hear these voices that long, and you wear head, headphones, mm-hmm. so you know clearly hear. Voices, and you could distinguish. I learned how to distinguish the director's voice from the producer sitting behind the director, giving them notes. Uh, and it was just a matter of voices, and it was you could focus on which which voice you wanted to focus on. Uh, and it was just some, something I learned from doing it for all those wow. years.
1: That's a that's a fun but, skill uh, to have.
0: It is. It is. It, it it helped a lot. You know, I ended up doing. Uh, I ended up doing a show at uh on snl and it's kind of hard to get to do one of these shows but you know i i don't know how sometimes things just pop up into my life without any without me pursuing them whatever and i found out that being able to, to listen and make notes at the same time was what got me through the first time i i shot uh Saturday Night Live. I would have never been able to survive otherwise.
1: How long were you at SNL?
0: I wasn't there. I I just filled in a couple of times.
1: Oh, yeah. Huh.
0: They wanted me to become like a fill in because we didn't work on Fridays uh, on set. So they figured, well, you know what? You'll miss the rehearsal on Thursday, but then you can catch up on Friday and you're off, you know, on Saturday. So we, and you're already here so we could use you. You'd be a perfect fill-in person. And I went, Oh, okay. Cause I really didn't have any desire to do that. You know, again, it's live TV and it's a, a pressure and I hadn't done it in so long, but those skills allowed, allowed me because they, they wanted me to come in and observe one day and the day before uh, my, uh, my day to observe they said oh you, you you're gonna have to do the show <laughs> <I> said, really <laughs> and so i did the show but i i only survived because of the soap opera experience wow. but that show, i i i'm amazed by what they produce every week do you it's watch it incredible. every saturday no i you know, hate the thing about it i was never i was a fan of the show back when Bellucci, I mean, in in those days. But I started becoming a fan again when it got political.
1: Uh-huh. Because
0: I'm a news junkie. Yeah. And, then, and getting back to my uh, uh, 24 hours, it's like Sunday mornings, I get up, and the first thing I do is turn on the news, and I go from one news show to the next news show. And that's how you know, uh, I keep up with what's going on
1: what time you know, and I, what time are you watching news on sunday morning I
0: start around 6 <laughs> and uh, i go to the shows uh cnn uh, uh for an hour and a half then i go to abc then i go to nbc and i switch back and forth between nbc and cbs and i'll i'll peer in and, on fox to see what's going on over there uh, and that's 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 my church Sunday morning church Gene Kelly <laughs> the news junkie <laughs> no, do you, you not get enough though, you know through the week but yeah I, I, I need to know what's going on but I and I try to get it from them. I mean I, I also read a lot during the day uh, on the internet but uh, I like to try to see what the professionals are so-called putting out there and what they they feel about an issue that I may have read about.
1: I mean, do you find that when you, like, are you looking for discrepancies among the networks? Or, like, why do you look, why do you watch so many different channels?
0: Well, because I get a feel for what certain um, so-called journalists feel and and about, they can't hide if you really are, are attuned to them, they can't really hide where they're coming from, you know? And, and, and I try to get, I try to, 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 to get, what I'm trying to get from them is what the public is thinking because they're getting it from them. Hmm. And I, I feel like if I, if I hear enough of them, I, I have a pretty good idea of what the audience is where they're being taken. You know what I mean?
1: And yeah, I mean, but then so your opinion, though, is your opinion kind of already established before you watch the news or like, do you kind of agree with one person in particular or?
0: Well, I, I generally get my my feelings about it from print, you know, the, the Times or, you know, the newspapers. Uh, and then I try to see where it gets colored. hmm because it does get colored. Yeah. You know, and and somewhere in what I've read and how it's presented is what becomes the general public's truth. Yeah. And and that helps me to understand where we are, how we got there, and where we're going.
1: Do you have a sense of where we're going? Cuz I, I really don't have a sense of where we're going.
0: I kind of have a feel but with this guy in the White House it's very hard to 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 know because he has so much airtime that he really controls the narrative yeah. and that's how we got elected because yes, he
1: dominates he, he dominates the entire media
0: exactly
1: but but I guess Gene, the thing is is okay, so you seem like a very relaxed person and for somebody that somebody an average person that watches that much news, you'd think that they'd be really hyped up and feeling very anxious about the world. But you don't see at least to me, you don't seem like that. So I'm wondering what's going on.
0: <laughs> well, I, I I understand what I can what my participation is, and what what I can do and what I can't do. I mean, it's good to know the dynamics of of, 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 of the situation, but I, I I I don't delude myself into the you know uh, or trick myself into thinking that I can change people's minds or I can I, you know. I have some information that that, that they, they they missed and you know so I'm, I'm not trying to change anyone I, I'm, I guess I'm, I'm being more analytical than, than persuasive I'm not trying to persuade anyone hmm. you know yeah. people feel the way that they feel and it's a waste of my time to try to change their mind I mean I understand I think I generally have an understanding of what's going on but I, I can't persuade them it's a waste of time but so I think it. You know, I also, I also think it has a lot to do with my age. Well, you're you know thirty thirty
1: five years old, max thirty eight, right?
0: <laughs> right, right. Yeah, you need to to uh, multiply that a few times. <laughs> but I mean, you know, um, I, I think that my life's experience has gotten me to the place where I am. Now, if you were to ask my sister, she, you know, who who sees me uh, or hears me screaming at the TV, <laughs> uh, she would take a take issue with what I'm saying. <laughs> but but that's it, you know. I I I I have those moments, and then I'm done. You know, and 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 there are bigger and more important issues. You know, the fact that my my granddaughter said to me once. Um, uh grandpa you know you had, a, you had you had an interesting life and I'm like really you think so <laughs> <laughs> it didn't seem that interesting to me i mean things that i did i did and that's what made me me you know uh, i didn't have a lot of control over the, some of the things i did but i did them you know you know i went to a war I had no intentions of going to a war but when you see that and then you compare that to some of the things that are going on today these things don't seem that big
1: yeah i mean so, you really uh, yeah you it seems yeah you've had like many different lives just in the time i've known you you've had many different lives you you're you work the cameras for seth meyers you're a lead role in an adult swim show you're you, got, you live in two different cities you're a photographer like that's just that's just a few things that I, and that's just in the last couple of years
0: um but these i i kind of look at it like this is that's just what I, I do or how i i had no plans on 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 being an actor when i was in college <laughs> I was around, I was around a lot of acting, uh, actors and they, they, for whatever reason, they kept trying to get me to, to act. Mm-hmm. And I did a couple of plays and I was, I couldn't believe I did these plays. And, and then some time went by and I got involved with, with, with the with director who I would do readings with. But I, I mean, I, I kind of felt those things fell into my life. You know, I, I, you know, I, I, I told you, I turned down the job itself a couple of times and, and, and I ended up taking it and thinking I was going to, well, I'll try for a couple of months, you know, and it's getting ready to be seven years. Wow. You know, um, but anyway, to make a long story short, I, I, I I don't know if I have a guardian angel or, or what, but things just fall into, to my life that I had no intentions of of, of pursuing. You know, but I I have met some incredible people as a result of that, which I'm really grateful for. You being one.
1: Well, the feeling is mutual. I mean, it seems like like as much as you're saying things fall in front of you, and then you kind of just, you know, you kind of go with the flow, you're not like looking around. It doesn't seem like you're looking around. It seems like you're very in the moment. Wherever you
0: are. Well, it's hard not to be, you know. Just like, uh, for instance, like that when I was telling you the story about SNL, you know, they told me, "Oh, come sit in the audience and, and watch." Mm-hmm. And then, you know, hours before the, the day before, it, oh no, you, you're going to have to do the show. Well, mm-hmm. what do I do? You know, I could either fall on my face. <laughs> <laughs> or I could somehow try to get through it. Uh, I re- I remember the first time um, one of the writers came up to me and uh, said, uh, Tina, we, we 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 want you to 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 do this this reading on the in the show, and I was like, what? Hmm. And he said, uh, yeah. So I, I I did it, and then it started, you know another one and then another one uh and i didn't have that first of all i was I, my question was why me you know there's a crew there's a whole crew here and i guess it maybe had something to do with my voice which again i don't know what it sounds like what to other people you know i mean when you see yourself on 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 video is that how you think you sound?
1: No, not at all. I mean, I think I have a deep, sensual voice, and I'm always shocked when it t- <laughs> turns out to be this. <laughs> no, I'm I'm kidding. But I think that I, I think if I were you, if I had your voice, I would be I would try to be as aware of it as possible. It's maybe the best voice in television.
0: I, I see now. I, I find that like okay, all right, you know. I like you, Joe. I'm your friend. You don't have to be. <laughs> <laughs> you know, really, come on. Uh, my voice, to me, sounds so weird. I try, in learning lines, I try to record the reading. You know, I read the script mm-hmm. and, and, and try to play it back, you know, to memorize. It. And I couldn't stand to hear my voice.
1: No! <laughs> no.
0: Really? I stopped doing it.
1: Oh no
0: Wouldn't stand to hear my voice really? Ugh. It sounds so well, I don't know what other people hear, but it's not what i hear
1: it's it's like it's like a liquid a liquid graham cracker.
0: What is that? <laughs> a liquid graham cracker
1: that's i don't that's the best way I could describe it, but I'm sure there's better ways, but it's it's a you got a great voice. But I well, I think the first time I saw you was what was introduced to you was for one of these um, bits where you were doing poetry, you read a poem, right for Seth Meyers.
0: Oh yeah, uh, that was I don't know if it was the same one, but the first one they gave me to read, I was so nervous. You know, there's there's an audience, it's, you know, yes. two hundred people. And I was so nervous that I inverted Gene, a poem, a poem by whatever it was. I switched it around, and 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 I, I mean, I I totally read something that wasn't on the card. Uh-huh. And, and I caught it, and somehow, not to be embarrassed or for the for them to stop the taping, I corrected it. Somehow, which I don't remember what I did, but I I, I fixed it. And when it was over, the show was over, said to me, (laughs) Uh, That was the greatest comeback I've ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what? It was fear. I was so afraid that I don't even know how I did it, but I fixed it. Wow. And, uh, but it was all out of fear. I, I, I mean, I got this audience behind me, and we're taping, and this is a network show, and I can't. I, I felt like I cannot go down the tubes. I gotta get through this. Oh. oh. And I got through it, but again, it was all fear.
1: <laughs> and I'm sure it's it amazing didn't seem words. like it. I'm sure, it, I'm sure that it, that kind of fear stayed deep within that people didn't see that.
0: Well, if you didn't know what was on the script, you wouldn't have known that I messed it up. <laughs> and that's what he was talking about, how I saved it. But it was just, again, it was 100% fear. I, I, I don't fear of, of falling on my face. Has gotten me through so many things,
1: <laughs> but you don't really fall don't on your face. I don't. I think that the fear, whatever it is, that it works. You, I don't see you falling on your face at any time.
0: Well, you'd have a, an argument with Gene Kelly. <laughs> 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 because, I mean, it's like uh, there are times I've said to myself, "Gee, you, did you? How how bad was that?" you know I don't you know I I have a problem watching the show Joe Perry you do? I do
1: yeah me too I can't watch it either
0: (laughs) I can't watch it you know I never told Joe this but I can't watch it because I find so many flaws that you know it takes days and weeks for me to get over (laughs) And now and, I understand. I, I, I used to you hear actors saying I I, I don't watch my movies. Well, how could you not watch your movies? <laughs> you spend all that time working on it. Into how could you not watch? And now I understand.
1: Well, I mean, as an outsider, you're so fantastic in it. We wrote you a second part. So, <laughs> I mean, I mean, obviously that's you know an internal thing, but, um, and and. And speaking of that second part, you have a totally different way of speaking for it. I mean, like, this is, like, advanced-level acting stuff.
0: Well, you know, Marty and Joe are pretty... And particularly Joe. Joe is is pretty specific. He will tell you what he wants. (laughs) You know, and and he and between the two of them, they know what they want. Mm -hmm. And if you go astray... They let you know, very nicely. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm gonna share something with you that I, I didn't even share with them. They don't know about it. That scene in and, and, and the hot tub, I worked on that scene so so hard and so much, and, and I thought I, I had it to the point where I could get a tear when I was reading. And then when I started reading with his assistant, I just, I just consistently cry, which I've never done before. But they said to me, no, 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 no we don't want you to get that heavy. We don't want you to go there. It's too heavy. And I, I had a hard time trying to get that out of my head. I oh, no. <laughs> really, because I was going somewhere else with it, and that's what they wanted. it. And so I tried to Go back and erase all of that. Uh-huh. <laughs> it get them what they wanted. I and 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 I had a hard, hard time with that thing.
1: Well, also it was it's a it was you were in a hot tub for about I mean maybe three hours or so I think for the for the well taping. the other thing
0: we didn't get to it until two o'clock in the morning.
1: <laughs> right, two o'clock in the morning. Hours in a hot tub, and you're told stop <laughs> crying. <laughs>
0: Well, don't cry. Don't go. Don't go there. You know. uh, Yeah. So I said, okay, I'll I'll try to fix it.
1: It would have been easier Uh, if they said start crying right at that point.
0: Yes. Oh, I could have then because I had it. Oh my uh, gosh! But they were very specific, and that's good to, to 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 know. As a writer, as, as you know, as a writer, you have, you write something and you know specifically what it is you wrote and, and what you are trying to convey. And you, you, you don't really want an actor or somebody to come along and go in another direction because it doesn't work. So um, I, I, I can appreciate that. And, and, and that's where I think that it's, it's important to be able to, to hear that and then go where you need to go
1: well so gene i i i have to i have to say we don't know anything about almost nothing about the last 24 hours of your day so i insist <laughs> oh, th- I insist yeah. that we go back <laughs> no we okay. are learning a lot about you though which is great and a real treat but i do need to know because uh, i did full disclosure uh we talked on the phone just before recording and you'd mentioned something about a chicken and a football game. And I have not heard about this yet.
0: Oh, I'm sorry, but that's, that, that was part of my day. I was, I, I was trying to get to that. Uh, I, cause I, I started with the news. I did the <laughs> news and That's my church on Sunday morning, uh-huh. And then I, I give my sister, I have a, a, a nephew and a niece and I try, I try to give my sister a break and I cook you know, when I can. Mm-hmm. So, uh, after I finished my news and the football shows came on, I watched a little bit of the football shows. Mm-hmm. And then I went in the kitchen and baked the chicken. Uh, and I think it, it's it's going to be, it's going to taste pretty good. You know, I love to cook. Do you cook often? I do.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I, I, I want, I one of the many things that I wanted to do that I didn't get around to was the, to, to, uh, uh, Oh, culinary school. Wow. But it's too expensive. It's very, very expensive. Is it really? So oh yeah. So I have a lot of cookbooks and I and I kinda go through them and then and, and I try things. And um my my niece and nephew, they you know, they're they're good uh guinea pigs. <laughs> so I cook for them as often as I can.
1: What did you and, put on the chicken?
0: What did I put on it? Yeah. Oh, I see. I, one of the things I did last night before I went to bed is I, I seasoned the chicken and put it in the refrigerator, you know, and I have all kinds of seasoning. Um, and uh, I see, you know, you, you wash the chicken and you and season it, put it in the refrigerator, let it marinate. Mm-hmm. And this morning after my shows, I put it in the oven and started baking it. And so I, I would, you know, between uh commercials i'd run in the kitchen and see how the chicken was doing <laughs> <laughs> and so it came out beautiful you know it's a it's a, it's a thing of beauty
1: what now piece, we'll, what piece do you go for in general
0: well i'll i i like the white meat on the mm-hmm. chicken so i'll slice thin slices of uh of uh white meat and that'll be you know and and it's the thing about it is that's the, the, the hardest part is to get the white meat to be tender and tasty without it, you know, drying out or, or just being bland. Mm-hmm. That's, it's a, that's why I, I marinated overnight, put all kinds of seasoning on it and marinated overnight. And of course, while I was doing all of this, I was having a, another glass of wine. <laughs> and so I was waltzing around the kitchen with a glass of wine, feeling good. You know, and working on my chicken.
1: (laughs) Did you have anything for dinner or were you just preparing for the next day?
0: No, that chicken is going to be for dinner. Well, what about for dinner last
1: night when you were preparing the chicken?
0: Oh, last night I cheated. You know, I uh, when I went shopping the other day, uh, yesterday, I I bought some things that were pre-cooked. Mm. <laughs> there's a place. There's a place uh, that I shop at. Uh, you see, I can get obsessed with things. Like, not only did I shop in Jersey, but I also shopped in Westchester
1: <laughs> I
0: went up to Westchester. I went up to Westchester because I like the butcher shop in in this place, and they have some pre cooked things that I love. Like, they have a. a, a a lobster salad, a crab salad. So I bought a little bit of that, and they, they also make these potato chips that they cook right there in front of you. So I got some of that. And so last night, along with my wine, I went into refrigerating, and, and I, I used the, the crab salad and lobster salad as a dip. And I used these potato chips, you know, to kind of dip it, you know, scoop it out. Mm. And that's what I had. With with a you know a glass of wine,
1: that's so great. Uh,
0: and I didn't have to cook last night, so you know, I kicked my feet up. You know, brought out the crab salad and the, and the uh, lobster salad and and these homemade chips, and uh, it was great. Now I, I'm a
1: little bit ignorant, so forgive me. But if if you had to close your eyes, could you? T- is there a real difference between the crab salad and the lobster salad?
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. I mean, this place is I mean, they are so good at that. But they, I'm not always satisfied with. Though I love the way they prepare it, but I bring it home and I, I redo it. Like, for instance, I, I did not last night, uh, I, you know, I, I knew I had bought these salads and, and uh, I knew one of the things about the salads that I get from them. It doesn't have enough celery in it, so I chop up some celery and I put it in it, and I add a little more of my seasoning to it mm-hmm. uh, to you know custom make it. Mm-hmm. And I also I often think about buying this stuff, fixing it up, and taking it back to them and saying try that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because I think when I finish with it, it's better than what
1: I bought. It seems like you got, you know, honestly, like, it seems like if you just kind of go through your day, it seems like it's like really low key, but you're like, you put a lot of effort into stuff, even just like this pre-cooked meal, like you're making it, you know, you're making it really nice.
0: Yeah, because I know what I like and they get close to it, but I know how to get there. You know, so I'll go and buy it and then I'll come home and work on it. My sister thinks I'm crazy because she watches me do this and she's like, what are you doing? I'm fixing the stuff up, you know, I'm making it, you know, what I want it to be. And I guarantee you now I know part of the reason they don't do what I do is because they're in the business of making money and they have to make these things as cheap as they can. So they don't put, The things that I put into them for reasons that well two reasons one that they don't want to they want to keep it middle road enough so that everybody will like it Mm -hmm. but I still think that when when I finish with it they'll like it you know so but I'm going to do that one day I'm going to take (laughs) some back and say would you mind trying this and then tell them it's theirs that I worked. But yeah, that's how, that's uh, uh, what I did uh, last night. uh, And and, uh, before I actually ate it, is I worked on it.
1: And then this morning, when you're watching the news, are you just kind of drinking gallons of coffee? Or what's powering you through the news?
0: I'm not that big on coffee. And I'm not that big on breakfast. Sometimes I'll do it. But Generally, I, 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 I just kind of get in a comfortable position and I li- lie, you know, lie around and, and, and listen, you know. Uh, yeah. And I mean, there are times when I, I can hear them make a mistake. And, and you know, they have a, a little earpiece in their ear mm-hmm. that the producers in the control room can talk to them. And I'm surprised how many times they make a mistake and the producers don't correct them. And and that the audience doesn't pick up on it. Uh, you're like so a connoisseur
1: at this point.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I I mean I listen to the news. I'm I'm hanging on every word they say. And when they say things that don't make sense, I mean I I voice it. You know, I, and it's just me and the television, or <laughs> my sister, <laughs> or or uh, my niece will say, "Uncle Gene, who, who are you talking to?" <laughs> You know, and I'm I'm talking to the TV, but I get it out. You know, and that's why <laughs> when I leave the house, I don't I'm you know I'm okay because I've I've already gone through the process. Yeah, and and I'm and I'm comfortable at that point. You know.
1: Yeah, I mean, Gene, this has been uh, so enlightening in in the best way ever, and so I uh we we are coming to the end of the of the episode but the session sure (laughs) i loved this i loved every second of it but i do want to know i ask this of of the people that come on the show if if there's one thing that you did in the last 24 hours or maybe there's something that you do frequently like i know this is kind of an odd 24 hours because you usually are working all the time so this is this is your time off but if there's one thing that you do that you'd recommend other people do that makes your life better what would you recommend to other people?
0: Um, that's a good question. Wow. Um, I I guess I spend some quiet time, usually at night when everybody in the house, my sister, my, my nephew, niece go to bed. I spend quiet time thinking about things, things that are on my mind. I think through them. Uh, and I, a lot of times I find I can it changes my, my course of maybe the next couple of days or something I thought I was going to do or something that I was emotionally attached to in terms of taking a position that I review. And a lot of times I I fix it in those quiet times. Hmm. And I stop myself from doing what I was planning on doing that. I realized would have been a mistake. I spent a lot of quiet time. Uh, But it's always late at night when everybody, nobody else is around. I'll just lie there and, and, and go through stuff. And I think if more people did that, um, it would change the way they dealt with things in the future, the near future.
1: That's really, that's great advice. That's great. Thank you. I, I really appreciate you sharing that.
0: Well, it's probably the only thing you could (laughs) choose. Oh, I'm sorry, but I I tend to wander sometimes, you know. Oh, no, this this is
1: great. I loved it. I loved the path.
0: Well, maybe somewhere in there, there's a nugget or two uh, about my 24 hours, but you know, you're gonna have to work hard to find
1: it. No, it's perfect. It was just perfect. I loved it so much, and I think we got a good sense of, of, uh, of a little slice of, of you. And I appreciate you sharing with me. Thank you.
0: Okay, and you, you, you enjoy the rest of your day. And uh, it was a pleasure. You know, just chatting with you. It and was I a guess... real
1: pleasure. The pleasure was all mine.
0: Okay, it's been a joy, a pleasure.
1: Okay. I'll the you there.
0: You too. And do. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. All right. Bye bye. 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 This has been a Comedy Central Podcast.